Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. watch crazy rich asians i did yes you did did you like it i did you did yeah okay good you didn't think i did i wasn't sure because you weren't saying anything so i was like oh no this is gonna be another sweetest thing yes i was very scared that you were gonna be like um this was really stupid blah 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 and i really liked it i did too good i thought it was very good it's about a college professor Mm-hmm. That is going to Singapore because her boyfriend is going to be the best man at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And on the way there, she finds out that he is crazy rich. Crazy rich. Yeah. They're like um, dynasty rich. Yeah. All the property owned in Singapore is like his family. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're basically royalty. When it comes to... Essentially, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His mom doesn't approve of her because she's American. American. Yeah. I mean, like, she's Chinese, but she grew up in America. Yeah, she's so. Chinese-American. And, um, you know, she isn't a fan of, like, American ideals and you know, yeah. customs and stuff like that. So She's much more traditional. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's a romantic comedy. By mm-hmm. the end of the movie, she... Gets his mom's approval. Yes. Um, And I really like the way that they did that because... So, originally, he's going to propose with this ring that that he purchased somewhere. And at some point in the movie, um, Rachel, played by Constance Wu, comments on Eleanor's ring. She has this giant green emerald ring. It's beautiful. And she says, oh, that's such a beautiful ring. Um, And she says, oh, yes, you know, Nicholas's father had it designed when, you know, we were going to be married and then she confides in her later that the reason that he had it made was because his mother wouldn't give him the family ring right so when he initially proposes he shows her the ring that he purchased but at the end of the movie it's the emerald ring showing that the mom finally approves yeah i really liked that yeah it was a really good exercise in show don't tell Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like um, when they're playing Mahjong towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Rachel and Eleanor, um, Nick's mom. And she lets her win. Right. And when she reveals her tiles, mm-hmm. it's uh, basically showing that the tile that she gave 
mm-hmm. that she put down would have let her win. Yes. But, had she not put yeah. it down. Which is a good metaphor. Yes. Because she's also explaining, you know, like, listen, this is a lose-lose situation with Nick. Like, either I could have accepted his marriage proposal and then he would have abandoned his family and been sad because he lost his family. Mm-hmm. Or I could, you know, say no, but, you know, like I did, and he won't have me, but he would still have you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to lose your son, your son. again. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was nice mirroring the, the situation. conversation that they were having. Yeah. yeah, it was really, it was a rom-com that I think was so well done. Yeah. So well done. Um, yeah, it was very well done. Yeah. Also, I think it was probably like, because this was a huge hit um, mm-hmm. in the U.S. when it came out. And I think that's, I mean, it was probably one of the first movies that was like a huge box office success. It is the highest uh, grossing romantic comedy of the decade. And it has a completely Asian cast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there are really any Americans um, or um, European Americans right. in the movie at all. I think it's mostly Asians and Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Netflix offered Kevin Kwan, who wrote the novel, a lot of money, more money than Warner Brothers mm-hmm. uh, to make it, but he ended up taking less money to go with Warner Brothers because he wanted to prove that there is a market for a romantic comedy without Caucasian leads. Which, yeah. Yeah. You know, there is. <laughs> it was a good gamble. Um, this is actually the first of a trilogy of books of his. Mm-hmm. And the second one apparently has already been greenlit oh, yay. but who knows because of covid, COVID yeah. when it will come out mm-hmm. harry shum jr is really only in the final scene mm-hmm. he's a guy who i i thought was really interesting <laughs> i watched glee and he was originally hired on to be sort of a backup dancer because he's more of a dancer than an actor yeah but um they ended up writing a character for him, creating a character for him. Oh, cool. Yeah. And um, so he's going to be one of the leads of the second movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's going to be really, that's going to be really exciting. I I think Ryan Murphy that created Glee is, I'm not a huge fan of him. He's very campy. Yeah. But Uh, he ended up doing a lot of really cool things. Even with Glee, as mm-hmm. cheesy as Glee is, it was still really ahead of its time in showing diversity in a leading cast. Mm-hmm. So just kind of, you know, some beats of the movie, you know, Rachel, as far as she knows, her, you know, she never knew her dad. He died before she was born. She was raised by a single mother in New York or in America anyway. Yep. Rachel is played by Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. And hustlers. Mm, Um, So she's, you know, she meets this guy. She's an economics professor at NYU. Like she's, she's done a lot with her life. So it's kind of, I think for her, such a culture shock to go to a place like Singapore where the values are so different, but she's very, you know, she's trying very much to be like respectful and like not, I think she's also like overwhelmed by the closeness of the family Right. Because she never had that growing up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to Singapore and she sees her college friend, Pecklin, played, played by, by Aquafina. Aquafina. And um, who's a scene stealer? She's so funny. She's in this. so funny in this. She's one of my favorite things that she does in the entire movie is so she's driving Rachel to the there's a party before the wedding. Right. Yeah. So like the pre party. She's the one who's like, you can't wear that little red dress. You have to like wear a gown like dresses her up and she drives her up to the thing. And uh, so she drops her off at the front where Nick comes to pick her up. And she's like, oh, hey, Rachel, Rachel, I'm still here, Rachel. <laughs> and, and Nick's like, oh, hello. Like, I've heard so many nice things about you. Why don't you come in and have dinner? And she's like, oh, no. He's like, are you sure you really should come in? And she's like, no, 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 no. And he, he's like, please, it would be really nice if you came. She's like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got to improvise a lot of her lines. She's so funny in this. This is another thing I I think is kind of neat. Henry Golding, Mm -hmm. who plays Nick, was primarily known as a travel reporter. Yes. Which kind of reminds me of Jamila Jamil from The Good Place, where she was a television presenter Mm -hmm. and, you know. Yeah, she was a personality. Yeah. So. And like a DJ. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was great in this. You know, I mean, he really, you know, just kind of had to be like the perfect son. Through mm-hmm. it, but um, yeah, he did great considering he's really not an actor or hadn't been considered an actor too much before this. He was great. Yeah, he. there's going to be a, I guess it's already in post-production, a G.I. Joe spinoff movie called Snake Eyes mm-hmm. uh, or Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins, and he's going to be playing Snake Eyes, Ooh, which is a little weird because in the comics, Snake Eyes is mm-hmm. uh, Caucasian. Yeah. But uh yeah, it seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um Samara Weaving is going to be in oh, it as well. Nice. Yeah, I like her and um uh she was in what was that called? Ready or not. Ready or not, yeah. yeah. She's the bride. She's Hugo Weaving from The Matrix's and Priscilla Queen of the Desert's daughter. Or uh, niece. He's Uncle Hugo. That's right. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So Rachel is kind of dealing with not just being approved of by her, by Nicholas's mom, but also by like all of the women. Oh, yeah. Because like, like Nick is like hot. The, yeah. Hot he's the dick. prize. <laughs> like they're sort of. He got that good dick. He got that good dick. Like, I mean, you said, you said in the beginning, they're basically royalty. Like he's. Yeah. Some of the women, she gets invited to go on the bachelorette party overnight with the bride, who is really nice Mm -hmm. to her and actually, you know, does really like her. But her friends are, you know, all of the women who aren't with Nick. Yeah. (laughs) So they're mostly pretty shitty to her. One of them, Amanda, seems like, oh, you know, like she's going to be nice. But then she just kind of like slides in later and is like really brave of you to be here considering nobody likes you <laughs> like yeah, they're so gross yeah she's like i'm the girl that next mom really wants me to marry wants him to marry it's like oh so cringy you know what i think is neat too nick's mom is played by michelle yo mm-hmm. who is essentially an action star for the longest time yeah mm-hmm. and there's just something about the way she carries herself that you can tell she's a badass even though you know this isn't a an action movie at all mm-hmm. there's just still oh. something like oh don't fuck with michelle you know dude she's so great in this you know she's a very like 
the so the opening scene of the movie is a flashback to when Nick and his sister mm-hmm. Astrid are young and they show up at this hotel in London and the concierge she's like hello we're here to check into the suite it's the middle of the night they're pouring down it had been pouring down rain so they're just like exhausted and the concierge is like I'm sorry we don't we're all booked and she's like I'm Mrs Eleanor Young um I have a reservation I confirmed it yesterday. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, sorry, we don't have your reservation. I'm sure you can find somewhere else to go. So she steps out to use the phone. Like, she even asks. Yeah, she like, asks to use the phone, and uh, the next shot is her. In a phone booth. Yeah. because um, they, In the rain, because they wouldn't even let her use the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes back into the hotel a few minutes later, and they're like, ma'am, you have to leave. And she walks right past them, and the owner and proprietor of the hotel is coming off the elevator and is like, Eleanor, oh my God, I just talked to your husband and the concierge and like the hotel manager are like frozen in fear. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that she just had her husband buy the hotel. Yeah. So that, you know, as a fuck you to these racist assholes who are in charge of the hotel and they, they're, you know, the former proprietor is like, get a mop, you know, the floor <laughs> is wet, you know, like take her up to her room right now. And they're like, oh my God. Yes, of course. And he's like, also, she's the new owner. So it's it's very awesome. Yeah. So you can see that she's a badass and she doesn't take any shit, even though like she's sort of the villain in the movie. Mm-hmm. You can see she's been through a lot. Yeah. You know, another standout is Jimmy O. Yang, who plays <laughs> Cousin Bernard, oh. who's a stand up comedian. He and I did the Ice House together and I was looking at his career and it looks like right after we did the Ice House. He just started getting all these acting roles that started increasing and increasing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we just watched him on Space Force. We did. Yeah. Uh, He's also a regular on Silicon Valley. Okay. And, you know, it's pretty neat that this, you know, hardworking, hustling kid is getting to do these really good things. And he's really talented. He is really talented. He's super funny in this, too. Yeah. I mean, he's basically a lot of his a lot of the humor is based on the look that he has because he's basically basically just this huge douche like huge douche like i like it in the wedding scene when all the other when everyone else is in like a black tux but his (laughs) tux jacket is like this gold brocade like yeah so funny yeah he's really funny uh calvin wong who plays Aquafina's brother yes. auditioned for that part. Oh, okay. Didn't get it, obviously, mm-hmm. but ended up getting the part of PT. Who's funny? He's really funny. And he only has like two acting roles and two writing roles. Oh. Like he's written like kind of cheesy action movies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe he's really into cheesy acting movies yeah. or action movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's so funny mm-hmm. as the awkward, like. Super awkward. Yeah, he plays Ken Jeong's son. Yeah. And the fact that he's so kind of like pervy awkward, you're like, oh, no, I I, I can imagine yeah, that, you know, that's... based on the character that mm-hmm. Ken Jeong plays, you know. Yeah, Ken Jeong. Um, so there, there's, of course, like a makeover scene mm-hmm. where they're trying to figure out what to dress Rachel in for the wedding. And Ken Jeong keeps trying to throw this like tiny blue, like see-through dress on her, <laughs> like trying to get. And it's so funny because Aquafina just doesn't even say anything. She just points, like, get out. Right. Every single time she's just like, mm, get out. It's so funny. It does hit a lot of the cliches of romantic comedies. There is also the magical gay mm-hmm. uh, played yes. by Nick Santos from Superstore. Yes. 
strangely um, not Chinese, Filipino. It's Filipino, yes, yeah. exactly. And actually does a pretty good British accent through the movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah like, I was very distracted because I'm like, that's not his voice. But he, <laughs> but he does, like... He does a really good job. Yeah, he's really good on Superstore, too. His character mm-hmm. was written off for a little bit, and I wonder if it was so he could film this. I and think it was. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, he, like uh, Jimmy O. Yang, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. just started getting these small roles. Yep. They started picking up. They both run two broke girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, next thing you know... He's one of the leads in a TV series that's been on for five seasons. Five seasons, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think is great. Alex, uh, I wanted to call him Alex Mappa. <laughs> Different gay Asian. Oh, God. <laughs> Nick Santos is so funny. Yes. Yeah, he's really good. He's really funny in this because there's um there's a cousin, Alistair, mm-hmm. who has this really terrible actress girlfriend. Yeah. Who's just like really gratuitous and like no one in the family really likes her. So like at the wedding, they're like making out and like humping on the dance floor. And Eleanor's like, will you take care of that? So he like cuts in and is like, oh, Alistair, you know, your dad called something about like an overdrawn discretionary fund. He's like, oh, shit. So he takes off. And so he starts dancing with the girl. Yeah. And is like, you know, you, she's like, oh, my God, this wedding's amazing. And when Alistair and I get married, I want it to be just like this, but bigger. <laughs> and he's like, oh, honey, he's the fourth child like right. you'll be lucky if you even get a tea party um you should marry an only child and points out points her over to cousin bernard and yeah yeah it's really funny like because they're both just these obnoxious terrible people of course they would hit it off yeah visually this movie is absolutely stunning oh god yes i mean aside from just the costumes like i remember even before this movie came out i knew about the blue dress oh okay um i didn't uh i I just did because, I don't know, I'm a girl. <laughs> I don't know. I knew about the blue. I think because a lot of um, people were trying to emulate it. Oh, okay. Um, because it's, you know, probably a tens of thousands of dollar <laughs> dress. <laughs> so um, there were a lot of like little girls who were, um, whose parents were kind of like trying to put something together for Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of thing. And then also people who were trying to like, you know, say like, I can't afford that dress, but I tried to kind of make something like that or do something like that for myself, blah, blah, blah. So, like, the costuming is fantastic because these are very, like, obviously very wealthy people. Mm-hmm. So they're going to wear really nice stuff. And some of them are going to wear really crazy stuff. But, like, oh, my God, the blue dress at the wedding <laughs> is just... Also, that wedding. Yeah, the, the wedding was... Really stunning looking, too. Uh, John Chu, who directed this, has a background in uh, a lot of music video type stuff. Like, um, well, he did like Step Up 2, and he also did some uh, Justin Bieber stuff, like mm-hmm. the Never Say Never movie. And mm-hmm. and then also like action stuff. Like, he did oh. Now You See Me 2 and the second G.I. Joe movie. Oh, wow. So, like, he knows how to shoot a film. Mm-hmm. And the cinematographer for this really just does a lot of television and it's kind of neat to see what he was able to do i'm never going to pronounce his name right because he's croatian Mm -hmm. uh but it looks like it's vanya cernial 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there are J's in there. That okay. I, yeah, You're like, oh. That I replaced with Y's. Because <laughs> I figured that, that'll work. I think that's right. For I don't Croatian. Know. Yeah. But yeah, he, for a guy who usually works on a television budget, uh, he was also director of photography in that adult beginners movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah, with Nick Kroll. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. This is shot so beautifully. Yeah, like, it's so beautiful. The wedding, basically, all of the seats. In between all the rows of seats are like reeds and grass. So yeah. they all look like they're sitting in this gorgeous marsh. And then the aisle that the bride walks up is flooded a little bit <laughs> with probably like an inch of water, which is totally not like feasible. Like no one. It was a there. waterproof wedding dress. I was read it that. really? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Of course it was. Yeah. So the bride has like the. Um, like it's short in the front and then very long in the back. And she It's steps, a mullet dress. Yeah, it's a mullet dress. <laughs> but she steps out in like just these gorgeous like stocking kind of things, but she's in bare feet and she walks up the aisle just like floating and everyone pulls out these little sticks that have like firefly. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's so unbelievably gorgeous. It looks like a fairy tale. Yeah. And the, um, the musician is singing, um, can't help falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Elvis cover. It's so beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a really nice wedding. It's very beautiful. And then even the after party, like, it's very cool the way that it's shot um, with, like, a drone for some things. Like, even mm-hmm. the party before where you get these nice aerial shots so you can really kind of take in, the like, how huge these events right. are. Yeah. I think is very important for the movie so you can really see, like, oh, they are everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But the wedding was gorgeous. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I really did like this quite a bit. Yay! Am I out of the doghouse? Yeah, you're out. Of the, you're out. Okay. I felt bad after how much you hated the sweetest thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were physically angry. <laughs> did you say physically angry? Yeah, like, your body, like, vibrated with rage. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were so mad. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, you didn't like it. No, I, I did not at all. Like, but even yeah, a little. This movie was really, really nice. It's strange, though, that it was such a success and they haven't released it on Blu-ray. Oh, they haven't yet? No, isn't that oh, odd? That is kind of odd. Yeah. I wonder if they're just focusing on, like, streaming at the yeah, moment. Maybe. It, um, it was on HBO, but we actually had to rent it off Amazon. Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't streaming on HBO anymore. Because I watched it on HBO. Yeah. Originally. Yeah, this was definitely a good call. Thank you. I loved this movie. I thought it was so great. Uh, Gemma Chan, who played Astrid. Astrid. Here's a little bit of trivia. Uh, speaking of earlier of people whose careers started kind of elevating quite a bit, she was also in season four of the IT crowd. Remember when there's like the all female Star Trek parody? Mm-hmm. She plays Sulu. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, she's great in this too. I really like that. Um, you know, in this movie, you know, she finds out that her husband's having an affair, and she yeah. seems like she's been a very supportive wife. Like, and she really kind of goes out of her way to try not to make him feel bad. Because, but she's, she's basically like Beyonce, where she's. The most respected, yeah. you know, prettiest woman ever. Ever. Yeah. She's like, like a superstar. She, yeah. To yeah. every, like, everyone knows who she is. She's amazing. Yeah. And he's, 
A former military man. Yeah. So he does not come from... Money. Yeah. Their storyline is kind of a... Kind of mirrors what could happen. Yeah. Because, you know, they are from different worlds Mm -hmm. and ultimately it doesn't work out. Yeah. In the book, he is not having an affair. It is a fake text that he does to try to get her to leave him. Because, yeah, he just feels overwhelmed by the whole thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the way that she says to him, and then she's like, you bought this apartment. You can have it. I'm going to leave. You're going to have time with our son when it's convenient for him, not when it's convenient for you. The world yeah. doesn't revolve around you. And it wasn't, you know, she's like, it wasn't my job to make you feel like a man. Because you can't feel like something you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm which like, was such a brutal line. Which I'm like, ooh, girl. Well, because he was acting, he was being a coward. You know, she was a very oh, yeah. supportive wife, it seems to be, you know, that she yeah. really went out of her way to try to not make him feel lesser than with the hiding, you know, some of yeah. her, you know, with the hiding her shopping and her spending and turning things down so that she wouldn't be seeming so powerful. You know, she really kind of let herself be drawn, you know, stand behind him and then he screws it up anyway. So she's like, you know what? I'm done. I get to be a powerful woman. And if you can't deal with that, then bye. Yeah. It, it, what I liked about this was the supporting characters all had lives and stories of their own, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it wasn't just revolving around one. I liked the that, you know, like the supporting characters were like well developed and, you know, that there was... <sighs> There seemed to be genuine connection between them instead of just mm-hmm. like a line that explains why they're there. Right. You know? Yep. Now, this was a very good pick. Mm-hmm. This was a very, very good movie. I enjoyed Yay. it quite a bit. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Yay. Cool. It was a good one. You guys should watch it. Yeah. It's a really good it's a really good flick. I definitely recommend it. It's yeah. a little long. <laughs> it's yeah, it's two hours, so you know, it's it's a bit longer than, you know, your normal rom com, which usually hangs out around 90 minutes yeah. but um like i said visually it's very stunning yeah aquafina is a you know what stealer. an extra 30 minutes to give all the supporting characters lives and make them not cliches mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah 30 minutes well spent exactly yeah. yeah it's a great movie it's um it's streaming on amazon um but you have to rent it for i think 2.99 or 3.99 but yep. it's worth it or it's 10 bucks on dvd yeah, yeah. no blu-ray yet though yeah. All right. Well, thank you for making me watch this. No problem. I'm glad you liked it. I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Bye. 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 He's going to propose with a ring that he, you know, just purchased somewhere. And I have a burp coming. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs>